Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for pound. The biggest show on ESPN radio. Good old-fashioned NFC East battle here tonight. Getting set for the Commanders and Eagles. Touchdown, Philadelphia. Aired out. Intercepted. What a first half by the Commanders. This is the first time they are trailing now in the second half this season. Caught Smith. Touchdown. This one is shot. Ball comes out. Commanders trying to close this out. And one first down will do just that. Now a flag. And that's going to, in essence, end the game. Loss number one, the Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, don't get it twisted, all right? Good win for the Commanders. Very good win for the Commanders. Taylor Heineke is not the long-term solution at quarterback for the Mm -hmm. Washington Commanders. Mm -hmm. He is, however, the solution for the rest of the year. (laughs) There is no need to see Carson Wentz on the field again unless Taylor Heineke gets hurt. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Is there any reason for me to believe otherwise at this point, Canty, when I see the coach of the team say the following earlier today in regards to a decision about the quarterback? This is from John Keim, who covers the Washington Commanders for ESPN NFL Nation. Ron Rivera said when making a decision about quarterback, quote, you have to look at the momentum and what's the and what the mood of the team is. Mm-hmm. Also, you treat everyone fair, but you treat everyone according to the team. So the decision will be made about the team first and foremost. Carson, have a seat. Have several, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically this is about Taylor Heineke breathing new life into this team. They're 3 and 1 as his starts, but here's the biggest thing, Carlin. He actually gives them a sense of belief that they can go out there and win these games. I mean, if you can go out and beat the lone undefeated team going into Week 10, then why don't you feel like you can compete against anybody in the National Football League? We've been saying all season long how the Eagles are one of the most talented rosters top to bottom. And the Commanders just went on the road in a primetime matchup and basically out-muscled the Philadelphia Eagles. And so, for me, Taylor Heineke playing the way that he did, listen— the commanders don't have any illusions about who Taylor Heineke is. No. They, they know that this guy is not a force multiplier. As a matter of fact, they tried to take the game out of his hands. They ran the ball 50 times last night. So, I mean, that shows you what they think about him. But I think there is that intangible that you look for in terms of a guy that can galvanize the entire locker room, specifically the guys on the offensive side of the ball. There is a belief that Taylor Heineke is going to step up and make the requisite plays that it takes in order to win a football game. And last night does nothing but reaffirm that belief amongst the players in that locker room. Look, they have won four out of five at this point. Yeah. Who's been the quarterback? Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I mean, Wentz got hurt in the Chicago game, I believe, where they found a way to win the game. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Taylor Heineke 
has to start for the rest of the season. And if you want to talk about not knowing what you have in Wentz, you know what you have in Wentz. That, that's a question that has already been answered many, many times. Yeah. And, and I forget who it was, but somebody uh, over the last day said, you know, he's still very young in his development. No, he's not. Carson Wentz? Yeah. No. He's been in the league seven years. Yeah, there, not, there's, no, we're not very young in your development. Yeah. We know what he is, and we also know that the impact— We know what he's not. Yes. I think is the most important thing. And, yeah. and what he's not is a leader, because yeah. we have seen that in the way— all of the locker rooms have kind of reacted in the fact that Jim Irsay just, he would have driven him to Washington if he could have. Yeah. And it's amazing to me that this would even be a discussion after all of this. This, think about everything that has been around this organization. And Chris, I saw this last night when you're watching the video post game that, you know, Ron Rivera getting very emotional. Uh, about his mother passing away, Mm -hmm. and you can appreciate it and get caught up in that moment and understand that Ron Rivera is regarded as really one of the great people in the NFL, period. Mm -hmm. But you look at those players, like they're feeling good about themselves in a situation that has anything anything but around them all year long, and frankly, for the last couple of years because of the owner. So... When you can start answering questions about you winning games as opposed to lawsuits, as opposed to what else is happening to the owner being forced to sell the team, I have to think you're feeling pretty darn good about yourself at the moment. No doubt about it. You don't don't screw with that. No, you don't. And and here's the thing. I mean, with all the controversy swirling around that franchise, it's nice to have a win and to have some good feels. And when you got a quarterback that can help you stack those wins, and oh, by the way, a quarterback that's seemingly in lockstep with the head coach and Ron Rivera's personality, then it feels like it only serves to bolster what you're trying to do from a program development standpoint, but also just from an execution standpoint in the games. Like when I sit there and watch that game last night, it was clear that this Washington team wasn't going to flinch. They uh-huh. weren't. I mean, even with Taylor he- Taylor Heineke, like that throw he made in the third quarter to Terry McLaurin, I mean, he put he couldn't have walked it to him any better, Carl. And that was a 41-yard completion that set up a scoring opportunity for the commanders. Like seeing him push the ball down the field to Curtis Samuel. Those things matter in terms of your quarterback having the level of awareness and who he is and, most importantly, what his team needs in order for them to have success. I mean, and you saw that kind of moxie a couple of years ago when he stepped in and played in the wild card against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I'm not sitting there saying that Taylor Heineke is the long-term solution for the Washington Commanders, but I do think Taylor Heineke is the right guy for right now. And this is a franchise that's trying to get on solid footing in a lot of different regards, but this is also a team that's a half game back from the third wild card in the NFC. Why interrupt the progress that has been made over the last month and a half by making the switch back to Carson Wentz? It just doesn't make sense. No, and I'll I'll tell you the other thing. When you can see a player like Terry McLaurin doing what he's doing last night, there's also not much of a discussion about it. I mean, he is now eighth in the league in yards? Yeah. Something like that. He's got 46 catches on the season. But more importantly, like this is a big-time player. And I look at the last few games, the guy is making big-time plays. Well, he's got a quarterback that's throwing him the ball. He had 11 targets last night. Eight of them were catches. Chris, last four games, he has been thrown the ball 
Or he has 36 catches in the last four games. That's 36 catches. That can't be right. No. Let me check that again. No. He doesn't have 36 catches. 36 targets. He's yeah. got uh, 13, 19. He's got 24 catches yeah. in the last four games. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely tremendous. It's more than half for the season that he has had so far. I, I'm sorry. And I, what's the biggest difference? The quarterback. Yeah. There, there's nothing about Carson Wentz that is going to inspire this group moving forward. And that's what I'm looking for. Has Ron Rivera at this point, Chris, I mean, we thought it was a fait accompli that he was done. Yeah. Has he saved his job for the year? Yeah, I think he has. I think he has. This is a renaissance. I mean, if you're a new owner stepping into this franchise, you want a coach that has a proven track record. Ron Rivera has that. He's taken the team to the Super Bowl. But you want a coach that also knows how to navigate whatever pitfalls that your team might have to deal with. Look at what he's experienced over the last three years in yeah. Washington. It's one big pitfall. Not to mention what he's had to overcome in his personal life with the bout with cancer and then a couple of weeks ago losing his mother and still doing this job at a high level and not letting it affect it. And you saw how emotional he was in the postgame, Carlin. Mm-hmm. He said, if my mother was here, she would be proud of what you guys did tonight. You know, it, it's Ron Rivera embodies that underdog spirit, and no doubt he's selling that to the rest of the guys in the locker room. And here's the deal. The quarterback is the same kind of guy. Taylor Heineke is an underdog. He knows he's not supposed to be here, and yet he still plays above the X's and O's when it calls for it. And that's why it makes it easy for everybody else to buy in, because the head coach and the quarterback are alike in that regard. They're both underdogs. Mm-hmm. And nobody's giving us any respect, and nobody's giving us a chance, and it makes it easy to sell that with Taylor Heineke as your starting quarterback as opposed to Carson Wentz. I think the, Wentz. the initial thing that you said would really resonate with me. If I was the new owner looking at that, how, wait, how do I make a change with that guy? I mean, look at what he's been dealing with. Yeah, I have to let him continue to ride with this thing and see what we've got. And if you're Ron Rivera, i got to continue to dance with the girl that brought me, yep. which is Taylor Heineke. By the way... They gave Heineke the chains on the plane last night. Ooh. Oh, he's got to get a new pair of J's, right? For yeah. every game that he starts and wins. Yeah, he's he gets getting a new pair of green J's now. Yeah, he's got to get a new <laughs> pair of J's now, right? Taylor he's going to get those now. Stunting on him. I was a little disappointed. Didn't take his shirt off like Kirk. They get the chains around his neck on the yeah. plane, but he didn't do the Kirk Cousins. No, nah, but he's way cooler than Kirk, though. Well, I'm way cooler than Kirk. <laughs> Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app were presented by Progressive Insurance. That is really saying something about Kirk Cousins. Not a high bar to clear. No. Tune in tonight. College basketball action. We've got Kentucky taking on Michigan State and Kansas battling Duke in the Champions Classic. Coverage begins 6.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. So the Eagles fell on Monday Night Football, but that's not the most important fall it's did they fall in canty's top five rankings who's number one is it still philadelphia it's next canty and carlin espn radio passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin. Nobody's interested in who's number 12. Nobody's interested in who's number 7. Nope. Usually interested in who's number 1. Mm-hmm. And so, on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, we're going to decide where at least Canty is. Eh, who's number one? Each week, only one team can top Canty's NFL power rankings. Number one. Who? Who's number one? Find out now. It's who's number one. Number five. All right, they're out of sight, but not out of mind, even though they were on a bye week for week 10. The Baltimore Ravens are checking in in the five spot and calling the addition of Roquan Smith. We saw on Monday Night Football made a huge difference in terms of what this defense is going to be. Only allowed 13 points. To a Saints offense that was humming since Andy Dalton stepped in as their starting quarterback, held them to 243 yards of total offense. It was absolutely outstanding. And then, of course, there's the Lamar Jackson factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carlin, as far as dual-threat quarterbacks go, it's him, Justin Fields, and then the rest of the field. Those guys are separate and apart when it comes to being able to bring a dynamic to the position that we don't see in today's game. So, Baltimore Ravens, look out for this team. They're going to be getting healthier down the stretch with the addition of Mark Andrews. They're my number five team in this uh, uh, week's power ranks. Uh, okay, so to be clear, they didn't play, but if I'm not mistaken, they were not in last week's, right? No. So they have moved up without playing. Yes. Okay. That means somebody fell out. Okay. You got to wait to find out who that is. Well, let's go. Number four. Number four team, Carlin. It's the team we saw play last night, the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge fall wow. from grace. But anytime, anytime Ooh. you get pushed around in your own building in a primetime matchup Ooh. against the division opponent, I don't know, man. It feels a little suspect. Anytime you let a team run the ball 50 times, it's a problem, Carlin. It's a problem. And so we know that Jordan Davis being out is a huge factor in terms of that run defense struggling. But this is the second consecutive week that I've seen the Philadelphia Eagles not bring their A game. We saw it Thursday night football in week nine against the Houston Texans. Again, last night against the Washington Commanders. They have an opportunity to put a stranglehold on the NFC East by staying a couple of games clear in the loss column to the next closest team. 
They didn't do that, and now you've let in two other teams in your division as this race tightens in the second half of the season. Wow, 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 wow. Number three. Number three, Carlin. It's two and on. It's the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) They're back, baby. They are back. And listen, man, eh, Carlin, I've been trying to hold off on doing this, but we just got to admit, this Miami Dolphins team is different when Tua's at the helm. Yes. They're 7-0 when he starts and finishes games, and they average over 29 points in those games. And this is a team that scored 39 points against the Cleveland Browns, and it was a whole hum day for Tua Carlin. Oh, you know, just another 300-yard, three-touchdown game for him. There's a reason why the guy is leading the league in QBR going into Week 11. He's pretty damn good. And he's got a really good skill position core around him. They added Bradley Chubb on defense. They heated up Jacoby Brissett at the end of that Browns game. The defense, still suspect, but getting better. The offense, really damn consistent when Tua's under center. Is he a force multiplier? Dare I say, Carlin. Dare I say. Next! Number two. You like that? (laughs) You like that? You gotta like that, right? You gotta like it. My people in Minnesota, stand up. My Vikings fans, stand up. You're nuts. Do your best Patrick Peterson impersonation and put on your chains and swag from side to side. I mean, listen, Pat P can do whatever he wants after he gets two interceptions in the end zone off of Josh Allen, right? Including the game winner. I mean, it was an outstanding road win for the Minnesota Vikings. We didn't think that Josh Allen was going to play, but the fact that he did play and Minnesota wasn't thrown off their square by number 17 being in the lineup, and they still took care of their business. Very, very impressive. And, Carlin, we got to admit this, too. Justin Jefferson, best receiver in the National Football League. Oh, absolutely. Fourth and 18? Yeah. There's no reason why he should make that catch. But he did, and he gave his team an opportunity at the end of that game to force overtime. So, shout-out to Justin Jefferson, Patrick Peterson, Minnesota Vikings checking in at two on my power rankings. So that means you know who number one is. Number one. Yes, right. Pat Mahomes, my homeboy, number one. By far and away, the best offensive EPA in the National Football League. Oh, Patrick Mahomes leading the National Football League in passing yards. Patrick Mahomes leading the NFL in passing touchdowns. This guy's quietly putting together the best season of his career, Carlin, and I'm going to keep saying it for the people in the back until everybody understands what they're watching. The guy lost Tyreek Hill and somehow got better at playing quarterback in the National Football League. The defense is going to get better. We talked about the guys on the back end getting healthy. You think Trent McDuffie is going to be a star after what you saw in that Jacksonville game on Sunday in Arrowhead? I think this team is only going to get better as we go down the stretch. Keep an eye on Isaiah Pacheco, too. We keep talking about all the other weapons from the Kansas City Chiefs team. Pacheco has supplanted Clyde Edwards-Alaire as the lead back, and I think he provides a different dimension in that run game. He's a downhill thumper in between the tackles. That's that physical element that our offense needs to provide my homeboy the balance that he wants in terms of being able to set defenses up for shots downfield. So I like Kansas City. They're good. They're only going to get better from here. Edwards-Alaire was barely on the field the other day. Maybe five plays. Maybe. Hey, man, Pacheco is a hard guy to tackle. He is. I mean, I know you know that because he's a Rutgers guy. That is a hard dude to tackle. Well, the guy's got a really good offensive line to run behind, and he takes advantage of it. Yeah. I I, I, got to say, I'm blown away by a couple of things here. Okay, let's get into it. The Eagles fall from one to four? Yes. I mean, wait, you, you have been... 
beating me over the head with Philadelphia for weeks. Carlin, and now this. They let the Commanders run 50 times in the game. Oh, okay. 50. But, I mean, you're such a 50. prisoner in the mo- of the moment. It's not a moment when the Commanders come into your building and push you around. It's an NFC East game. How could you not be up for an NFC East game on Monday Night Football? I mean... You're unbelievable. Oh, my God. Who fell out, by the way? The Buffalo Bills. Out. Out. I understand that. I understand that. And I can live with that. Okay. But. You don't like the Minnesota Vikings that, too. You don't like that. I hate it. Because if we're using the same rationale on the Eagles as we are with the Vikings, the Vikings are not a great defensive team. Not, Not by any stretch. Are they a great defensive team? No. They they uh total defense. Well, they're, they're down they the bottom great, five. They are a great defensive team in a couple regards. They're a great defensive team when it comes to turnovers. Okay. They're second in takeaways in the NFL. That means you're great at that. Okay. They're a great defensive team when it comes to But you're to- middle of the pack in in points. You're middle of the pack in uh in in uh rushing yards. I mean, they're nothing special defensively. They're, they're middle of the pack in rushing and, yards, and yet they have a top 10 rusher in Dalvin Cook. And But then, I mean, if we're just being real about it. I'm listening. They fumbled the snap. They fumbled the snap. That's why they won the game. We wouldn't be having this discussion. The Bills wouldn't have fallen out, and the Vikings would not have moved all the way up to number two. Well, Carlin, I don't deal in hypotheticals with my power rankings. I just don't. So... It's an impressive road win by the Minnesota Vikings, no matter how you want to slice it. Show me the road win that the Philadelphia Eagles have in comparison to what we just saw from the Vikings. I, I It doesn't exist yet. I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away by it. Okay. I'm blown away by what you've done here. And listen. It's not, hey, listen, these I'll are not this. standings. No. So don't hit me with the head-to-head stuff. Oh, no, the Eagles beat I, the Vikings. I, the Vikings are playing better football now than the Philadelphia Eagles. They just are. Okay, and the I, Vikings are just played a team in the Washington Commanders in Washington and beat them the week before the Commanders go on the road to beat the Eagles. Okay. Well, I'll also point out, like, we have the Chiefs at number one, and this is a team that lost to the Indianapolis Colts. This is a team that lost a few weeks ago to the team that just fell out in Buffalo. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Does that Chiefs team lose to the Indianapolis Colts now? Does that Chiefs team lose to the Buffalo Bills now? That's my point, Carl, and that's why I'm saying it's power. It's like based on how good the team is and how good they're playing. I got to hear from people on this. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You know as well as I do that these rankings are loco people. So please let Canty know right now. The lines are open on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your turn to react to Canty's power rankings in just moments after we tell you about this from our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Now. Football season, it's underway. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet does not win. How good is that? Just sign up with the promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, so easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY. 
for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this offseason with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP-LOUISIANA, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin. We asked, you answered, and you've got plenty to say. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. You have hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So let us roll. We're beginning with Mike in Reno. Up first, Mike, you're on ESPN Radio. What do you got, bud? What's going on, guys? How are you? uh, Definitely all I've been hearing is how the Vikings haven't played anybody, haven't played anybody. The whole NFC East hasn't played anybody, and I've had to listen to them be in the top five for months now. Now they're finally finishing games. They deserve to be number two, 100%. Listen, the Vikings are not number two just because they won in Buffalo yesterday, uh, uh, Sunday on a bizarre, bizarre play. That That's what happened. That's what happened. They got stopped at the goal line. It was a dumb play called, by the way, to go with a quarterback sneak. You had Dalvin Cook, who dropped the football on the game-winning touchdown. Easy. Dropped it. Right in his hands. And then you get the gift of all gifts with Josh Allen. That does not make you better than the Philadelphia Eagles just because the Eagles lost one game last night. It doesn't. Well, you, You can say that. Here's what I'll say, Carlin. The Minnesota Vikings have put together a pretty impressive body of work, and the only black mark that they have on their resume is losing to the Eagles in the link. That's it. Mm-hmm. And we're saying that the Eagles are one of the best teams in all of football. Conversely, the Philadelphia Eagles allowed the commanders to come into their building and beat the brakes off them last night. They got out-muscled against a team that had no other path to victory. You just told me that the team... That beat them was the Eagles, and you got them at two spots behind them. 
Carlin, this is not, these, these aren't standings. These are, these are power rankings. Are, is there any question about which team is playing better football right now? Because if you look at the last two weeks with the Vikings versus looking at the last two weeks with the Eagles, it ain't close. Listen. We watch all of these games, partner. Come on now. I understand that. Okay. I go by the full body of work, too. And the full body of work, the Eagles have been a better team this year. Through 10 games right now, they're a better team. Let me put it another way. Are the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Minnesota Vikings if they face them tomorrow? No. No. Carla, they can't beat the Commanders. In one game, they, they can't they beat, beat the, the Commanders. They, they already beat the Vikings, and in one game, they, they didn't beat, beat the, the Vikings commanders. in Week Two. Why are we going back to Week Two? Why are we going to last night? Is only based on one game. Oh, Here's on. uh, Jason in New oh, Jersey next on ESPN Radio. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, Carl, and I got to tell you, some of these takes you have here—they're a little outlandish. Like, like Kenny saying, the, Such as? the Commanders just ran. Rough shot. The Commanders just ran rough shot over the Eagles. Their power rankings, like he says, I think Car- uh, Canty has it all right. He's got it down pat. And let me I ask you a question, you, Jason. Let me ask you one question. Yeah, go for it. You Giants fan? No. What are you? Jets. Cowboys fan. No, yes? sir. Jason, who's your team? Vikings? Who is your team? Minnesota? Jets. The Jets. Jet the fan. Jets. He's a Jets fan. Okay. So, I mean, that's him being objective. If he's a Jets fan. That's fine. This is what he's saying. He can be objective. It doesn't mean he's right. I think he is right. Though, <laughs> he's right because he agrees with me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anthony's in Missouri next on ESPN Radio. Tony, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Appreciate you taking my call. I yes, just, sir. Uh, I'm a Chiefs fan, so I'll just be up front there. And I know, Canty, you're making a point for the Chiefs being at number one, uh, bringing up, you know, if the Chiefs played the Colts and the Bills now, do you think we'd lose? But I do want to point out by proving your point is that you were uh, kind of proving the other point. You, you know, you can't use fictitious information. You know, you don't, we don't know what that's going to be. So to prove the point that the Chiefs are going to be number one because we think they would beat them is the same of, as what if happens. And the same, you know, with Carlin with you, with uh, Dalvin Cook dropping that touchdown. Who's who's normally going to drop that touchdown? It's never going to happen, hardly at all. Same but, thing. With oh, what, okay, okay. Listen, first of all, the Chiefs being number one, I don't have a major problem with. Yeah, they're the best offense in all of football yeah, by I, a wide margin. If I have a it's concern, a, it's, it's on the other side of the ball. Yeah. And I'm not going to knock him on that. I get that. And frankly, I knew that was coming. Yeah. I knew that was coming. Yeah. It's the other things that are just spin in my head i mean uh, uh, carlin i'm asking you this question when we start talking about the ceilings of these teams yeah did the eagles play up to their ceiling the last two weeks no No. have the minnesota vikings played up to their ceiling the last couple of weeks i would argue yes and so when i ask the question what team is playing better football right now okay that's what i'm talking about based on the talent level that is on that respective team all right if you want to base it on on what's happened the last couple of weeks that's fine i'm basing it on everything that's happened well, so Carlin, far the minnesota vikings are tied for the best record in the nfl so tied it's with, not like they don't have the body of work to back it up they're tied with the eagles who they lost to 
They lost to them in week two. Still lost to them. They okay, all count. Okay, this is not standings. They're power they rankings. They all count. Canty oh and Carlin, God. ESPN I, I, I Radio. Can't, I can't, I can't, I'm talking to a brick wall. Here. More of your takes on this in just moments are coming fast and furious on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. Maybe we'll get this straightened out by the time, you know, we get to more of your calls. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, reacting to Canty's absurd power rankings. Let's roll. Gabriel, South Dakota, is up next on ESPN Radio. Gabriel, what say you? How we doing? Just want to say I'm a Vikings fan, and I totally agree with you. I think his list is crazy. (laughs) Please explain. (laughs) Please. Go back to those hypotheticals. Josh Allen. We all know he's one of the best QBs in the NFL. He ain't played he's like not in the last three weeks. Like that and give, us a, give us a free touchdown. So I'm all about the hypotheticals there. Go before that, though, cross it out. Dalton Cook should have caught that. He doesn't drop many of those. So then no, we're but even he did. there. He did Vikings drop it. get the ball. We drive down the field, and we would have scored a touchdown had the Buffalo not had 12 men on the field. First and goal. The list is crazy. We should be number one. We've won the most in a row, and we got the best record. You like that? So his point was to agree with me that the Vikings. Oh, you said your 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 nut your your list was nuts because the Vikings aren't number two; they're number one. Oh, okay. So they're number two and not two. Right. Got it. Right. Okay. You right. you didn't have them high enough. All right, but he wasn't saying that the Vikings should be behind the Eagles. No. Which was your point? Yes. So why was Absolutely. he saying I was wrong and you were right? Because you were saying you were wrong and that they were number two. Okay. You, they, you, were, you would have been right if they were number one. You were just it's wrong a, differently than I think you were. It's a roundabout way to get to, to get to his point, wasn't it? He took the detour. It was circuitous. The I won't route. lie. Yeah. I won't lie. All right. How about Brian in Minnesota? I wonder what he thinks. Brian, you're on ESPN Radio. <laughs> I think, Carlin, I think you're right. Skull, my friend. Skull, can't you got it perfectly? Uh, I'd even be fine with the Vikes at three behind the Eagles at two, to be honest. But I'll say this. The Vikes are finding ways to win. You don't win seven in a row by accident. I don't care that Josh Allen fumbled and gave us a free touchdown. The reality is the Purple found a way to win the game. They're seventh in a row. Seventh one-score game, or one-score game, mind you. Something they haven't done in the last couple of years. So As I will point out. I'm enjoying this ride this season. Once again, when it comes to things like one-score games, I think about one-run games, mm. and it's, yeah, you can talk about how much we find a way to win those games. That's great. That That's terrific. I'm never going to knock you for winning games. All I would say is when you continue to win that way, it generally catches up with you. Yeah, but the NFL is different than Major League Baseball in that the average margin of victory in the NFL is three points. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're all going to be closely contested games because everybody's so damn good. And the Minnesota Vikings find a way to be on the right side of those games more often than not. You're talking about five wins this season when tied or trailing with less than two and a half minutes to go. 
Mm-hmm. That that's that's a trait, Carlin, more so than it is any kind of luck. This is a team that that is comfortable playing in close games, and they have a knack for being at their best when their best is required. That's competitive greatness to me. That's something that's reflective of coaching. And mm-hmm. so I feel like the Minnesota Vikings are on the right track in terms of building toward having a season where they could potentially go on a deep playoff run. Now, I'm not sitting there saying that the Minnesota Vikings are going to be the best team in the conference at the end of the regular season. What I am saying right now is that the Vikings are the best team in the NFC today. Are they in the NFC championship game at the end of the year? This is my point. They could be, Carlin. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings were in the NFC championship game with Case Keenum as their quarterback in 2017. Thanks to a miracle. Well, you could call another close game. So, I mean, here's the thing: you a miracle. Can, you can say, you can say, you can say that, but it's, it's they quite possible. literally call it the Minnesota miracle. Okay, and that's fine. <laughs> what I'm saying is, the Minnesota Vikings right now, to me, are the best team in the NFC. Noah, South Dakota, next ESPN Radio. Noah, what do you got? Hey guys, I just wanted to call in and say that I think the list is valid. One, because I don't understand why the national media holds the Vikings loss to the Eagles that happened two months ago two weeks into them installing a new offense and new defense that they've now honed in over their heads. And uh, I think that it does come down to situational football, and the Vikings have been the best situational football team in the league this year, and that does go to coaching. That goes to Coach of the Year Kevin O'Connell, not all the Coach of the Year talk of Robert Sala, Brian Dable that we've been hearing on the radio. Listen. There are going to be a lot of good coach of the year candidates at the end of the year. Yeah. There there are going to be four or five of them, in fact. Yeah. And there's no doubt that Kevin O'Connell is right there. And I think there, there is there, there's no doubt that he's the coach of the year candidate that could potentially have his division wrapped up before the month hits December. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's absolutely that, that's unheard of. That's amazing. That's unheard of. But that's amazing as much as it has to do with what they've done. It also has something to do with a massive, massive disappointment in the Green Bay Packers. Uh, let's hit Tim in California next. Maybe we can keep looking and find somebody who agrees with me. Tim, what's up? Hey, Carl. Hey, yeah, I, I'm not sure what Canty uh, is drinking. I'll have whatever he's drinking, but uh, his list is just is weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't see how you drop Philadelphia down and then you drop Buffalo completely out. We know that Josh, uh, he's hurt right now, so that's that's one thing. Yeah, we and can't blame it on that, you know, which is the way he played the other day. If I'm he's sorry. out there, there's no excuse for it. Yeah, and that's not why Josh Allen's throwing red zone interceptions. I actually have no problem with you dropping them out. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The Bills were third in my power rankings uh, last – well, no, they were fifth in my power rankings last week. They were third two weeks ago. Yeah. They lost consecutive games, which is why they got bounced this week. I have no problem with yeah, that I don't, whatsoever. I don't understand that part. None. Yeah. And – when it comes to that, don't use hurt as an excuse. The interceptions were decision-making. Yes. And they were horrible decision-making. Go back and look at them again. They are astounding. Jason McCourty next. Canty and Carlin, weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen and watch on the ESPN app.